You're listening to the Piece of Food Wellness Podcast, a podcast that inspires you to piece together the physical and the spiritual. My name is Leticia, and I am a certified holistic health coach. I'm known for helping women tap into their physical, mental, and spiritual greatness. I help you get unstuck, achieve sustainable wellness goals, and have peaceful balance in your life. On the Piece of Food Wellness Podcast, I discuss topics on holistic wellness, veganism, spirituality, and more. Get your peace. Peace, beautiful people. Thank you for listening to the Piece of Food Wellness Podcast. And today I am talking all about your intuition and how to trust yourself. Um, This is not something that is super simple that you will develop overnight. You can, but if you are stuck in like fight or flight, or you are stuck in a space of not fully trusting yourself, it's something that you'll have to practice doing. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what intuition is, how you can tap into it, and just give you like some tips and things that I do um, to tap into my own intuition. So immediately just listening to the word, looking at the word, um, it starts with I-N. So this is something that is deeply ingrained within you, like within your DNA. Most of the stuff that we are so-called relearning is just remembering things that are already within us on all levels, like physically and spiritually um, and all along that, that spectrum. So your intuition is your divine inner knowing. And yeah, that sounds like a bunch of buzzwords. (laughs) But if you really write that down and think about those three words, so divine, whenever I think of divine, I just think of um, pure, pure love, pure um, connection to source and source can you can call it the the universe god whatever you want to call it um inner uh just what we talked about being um something that is within you spiritually so you're remembering these things or you um it is in you physically it's literally within your dna and knowing so that knowledge so really thinking of your intuition as like sacred knowledge sacred inner knowledge um i have to write that down actually so divine divine inner knowing and you can look at this as like a superpower. A lot of times people will connect this to like psychic abilities. Um, So you can look at it in that way, but everyone's intuition will present in different ways, right? But all of it is connected to your inner knowledge. 
Um, like I said in the beginning, this, this is all a part of trusting yourself um, very deeply. And a lot of us were not taught to trust ourselves. So that's why sometimes you may have trust issues with other people um, and it can present in different ways. So do you fully trust yourself? Do you deeply trust yourself? And when you think of that, like I can, what immediately comes to mind is kind of making decisions, um, being indecisive, uh, having those little nudges or gut feelings and ignoring it. And then maybe the next day or week you're like, I wish I would have, and then fill in the blank. So there are some parts of you that you're not trusting yourself. And this can also reflect outwardly and you just don't trust anyone. You don't trust um, certain places, people, things. And I'm not saying that you should judge yourself about that, but um, it is all connected because your inside reflects your outside as with, as above, so below, as within, so without. So sometimes when we are not trusting ourselves, we make um, some not so good um, decisions and that will lead us to then not trusting uh, others, not trusting ourselves. And it's like a weird cycle. So how can you trust yourself if you are someone that wants to tap into their intuition and you just don't feel like you can trust your decisions? Um, start off with, again, this is something I suggest all the time because it's almost as if it's like you have to get to know yourself again. You have to start remembering who you are. So writing, <laughs> journaling, looking into deep um, shadow and subconscious work, looking at generational trauma patterns within your bloodline and within your life. Um, so really getting to know who you are, right? Because if we want to say that, like if we're dating or if we're with someone, you would want to get to know the person and um, you form trust. Some people say like trust is immediate and then people start to lose it. And some people say, you have to gain my trust. So it depends on, again, your perspective. But think of how you um, start to gain um, or build trust with another person. So start to do that with yourself. Like get to know yourself deeply. And that can mean figuring out your favorite hobbies, passions, um, revisiting your dreams and goals list, revisiting maybe a bucket list that you have, thinking about your life's mission, thinking about your own values, um, thinking about, you know, like the things you say no to, the things you say yes to, the things that make you truly you. Um, 
because sometimes we lose ourselves, we get caught up in other people's lives, we forget about the things that once made us like happy and joyous. Um, but it's a daily practice again. So putting those tools to use, like writing or having like a video diary or video journal where you can then look back and think, okay, I didn't know that this pattern existed in me, or I didn't know that I felt this way, or I didn't feel this way last year. What made me feel this way? So looking at it from that way, so building trust with yourself, getting to know yourself, um, keeping promises to yourself. So if someone is... um, If someone keeps promising you things or talking about something and like their actions aren't um, backed, like they're not walking their talk, then you start to question them. You start to probably lose a little trust. Um, So are you keeping promises to yourself? So are you letting yourself down constantly? And again, observe this from like a non-judgmental space. And I know it's easier said than done because we judge ourselves constantly, but be aware of it, but don't judge yourself. Um, Think about the things that you um, may be procrastinating about or putting putting off. And I do this all the time. I've talked about being a procrastinator, people pleaser, and a perfectionist, all three of those. And um, how I am, how I try to manage those things, especially with my business, and just in my regular social life too. Um, But really starting to be mindful of those things that you are neglecting um, within yourself. And I am, just to uh, point this out, December 19th is the start of my five-day self-care challenge. So head to peaceoffood.com and sign up for my email list if you want to be included in this challenge. It's free. And I'm talking about like neglecting yourself, um, getting back to you um, on all levels, and how you can incorporate more self-care, like divine self-care into your life. Not just like saying you're going to do it, but really being about it and doing it and sticking to it and keeping the promises to you, the contract that you have with yourself. Um again, that's going to build trust with you. (laughs) You're going to start trusting yourself more. You're going to make better decisions. You're going to start trusting your intuition more and getting connected um, and plugged into it more and more. So I pointed out how your intuition is kind of the opposite of uh, fight or flight And when we think of living in that fight or flight mentality or space or energy, it's really not fun. 
Um, it's connected to anxiety. It can be connected to depression. It can be connected to um, money blocks. Uh, it's connected to your root chakra. So living in that space of fight or flight um, is, again, you're not trusting yourself or you're not trusting something outside of you. Um, you are always on edge. You feel like you go right towards the worst case scenario. And that is really something that's challenging for a lot of people. And that's why I love affirmations because the negative self-talk and living in fight or flight or like that survival mode, um, affirmations have helped me, uh, tremendous tremendously with like flipping those types of thoughts and I'm not saying it's easy I'm not saying it's um a cure-all obviously not (laughs) it's just one of those tools that for me and especially especially with the repetition part of writing um some of these over and over or speaking them over and over or listening to them over and over um, those start to retrain your subconscious uh, to not automatically go to the negative side of things, to not always go to fight or flight, to not always live in that energy of anxiety and being on edge and really trusting yourself because Let's say, for example, we're talking about um, environments that we put ourselves in. And this could be jobs, homes, whatever, places you travel to. Um, If you're fully trusting yourself and your decision to put yourself in those spaces, then you're you're not going to have those emotions and feelings of anxiety and um, stress because you are you trusted yourself to put yourself in that space and then you can trust yourself to remove yourself or stay or whatever depending on what's going on and that is huge and that can be on all different types of levels whether it's like I said a job where you are on your career path and this job looked like it was aligned with you on paper but once you got there and you spoke with the uh, manager and you had your interview you just felt something was off or they there was like a bait and switch of of like the salary so your intuition is telling you, um, no, I'm going to find something better because this doesn't feel right. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with a no and go for my other options. Um, you can apply this to like travel. A lot of times uh, as melanated people, we have to be mindful where we're traveling to. Um, for many, many different reasons. So are you trusting um, your intuition to travel to safe spaces? And I'm not saying this is just a given and like um, 
unsafe things may not happen to you or whatever, but ultimately, if you feel aligned with it and you trust your gut and your intuition, then you are going to put yourself in safe spaces. You're not going to put yourself in dangerous situations or you're going to remove these or remove yourself, excuse me, from um, these spaces, like I said. Um, so your intuition is connected to your third eye. So when we think of our third eye, again, we're going back to that inward space. We're not talking about our two physical eyes. We're talking about looking within and trusting, um, like I said, that divine inner knowledge. So if you are feeling like you can't tap into your intuition at all. Like you're just anxious all the time. It's hard to make decisions. You're putting yourself in spaces that you shouldn't be in. You may need to work on, um, yes, opening your third eye, but working on your lower chakras, working on your root sacral working on your solar plexus and your heart. So thinking in terms of if your lower chakras are are needing some healing and needing some energy work, you are looking at um, maybe issues in your childhood where you felt like you couldn't trust yourself. No one really taught you how to tap into trusting your decision-making, trusting what your gut is telling you. Um, if you, we are tapping into our sacral chakra when it has to deal with our intuition, we can think about not trusting ourselves sexually. Maybe there's some healing with SA. Maybe there's some healing with like, um, old religious paradigms that you have in your head connected to sexuality. Um, if we're moving to our solar plexus, again, this has to do with your self-worth and like confidence. So working on your self-esteem, working on your confidence, like do you trust in, again, going back to trusting yourself, trusting in your abilities and your gifts. And this, if you feel like you're stuck in this, um, this lack of connection to your intuition, um, this may present itself in your life as like feeling stuck, feeling lost, um, again, attracting those lower vibrational, I'm putting that in quotation marks, (laughs) lower vibrational situations, places, people. Um, so how is that um, getting vibrate? How is it vibrating into like your life cycle, into your patterns and behaviors? So be mindful of that because then all of those things are going to block your intuition. Like especially if you are feeling really stuck. So once you're getting up, up, up to your heart space, um, I talked about your root, your sacral, your solar. So getting into your heart space of clearing out like old resentment, shame, guilt, those are like big heart blockages. 
then um, opening your heart to love, self-love, love from others on all levels, not just intimate, intimate love, but all forms of love, like from your soul tribe, love from people that um, secretly admire you from afar or whatever. So tapping into those lower chakras and doing some work and healing on those is going to lead you um, up to your third eye. I didn't talk about your throat chakra yet, but trusting yourself is going to lead you to open it up that throat chakra of having a voice and being able to speak your truth more also being able to know when to be silent more um and really also being open to spiritual communication so that can look like different things to different people so spiritual communication can be like speaking with your spirit guides, higher self, in meditation, in dreams, in like the astral world where you are um, open to that. And then that can lead you to connecting to and opening up to your intuition even more. So I talked, yes, I talked about all the chakras before your third eye. Um, and lastly, no, not lastly, just a few more things. Um, reasons why, or reasons, yeah, reasons that your intuition exists or like what it represents. Even um, Protection is one of them. So like I said, it's sacred inner knowledge that um, helps to protect you, helps to guide you. So it's protecting you and guiding you. So the example I gave earlier where I was saying like, if you feel like you went to a job interview and it was off, you're going with your intuition. That is divine like redirection, divine protection. Um, it's like rerouting you. So it's your inner GPS, like your inner guidance. Um, your intuition can also guide you towards creative ideas. So if you are someone who considers yourself a creator, a um, from an artist to like content creators, to um, writers, to musicians, all of it, uh, your intuition can guide you to those creative ideas because you'll get these, maybe you get messages like in symbolism or in different animals that you see like, oh, I can paint that today or, oh, that seeing, um, hearing that song inspired me to paint this or seeing that piece of art inspired me to make this music or seeing, hearing that song inspired me to write this poem or writing this poem inspired me to um, write a book. Reading this book inspired me to write a book um, and so on and so on. So your intuition can lead you down those creative paths. Your intuition can also override fear. So if you think about the opposite that you know, we were talking about fight or flight, 
fear is connected to fight or flight. You're living in fear and not living in that space of flow and trust and faith. So if you are trusting your intuition, you're going to override fear. And that's kind of how you know, like, I guess some people can question like, well, how do you know it's like intuition versus how do I know it's fear versus how do I know it's just anxiety versus how do I know I'm just being paranoid versus how am I, how do I know (laughs) Um, I'm just being really like suspicious of everyone. That's why it's important to get to know you because that's where you're going to find the, the alignment to know that it's intuition and not fear. So for example, with myself, I feel like I have, I have lived in the space of fight or flight in protecting myself from a place of fear because of um, things that I've gone through in my childhood, right? However, I once I started to really see myself and know myself and really see my self-worth is when I started to really trust my intuition and know what my no's are. So like knowing my yeses and my no's, so knowing my boundaries, what I can take, what I can't take, um, and really sticking with it practicing it, shifting it here and there, changing things. So just getting to know myself. Um, And I think that is crucial because if you keep second guessing yourself, you keep being indecisive, it's kind of like you're missing some parts of you, not missing it, but like you're missing the connection. And that's where that trust and faith and within yourself like comes in and plays a huge part. So again, just practice, 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 trusting yourself, practice, having faith in yourself, practice, having trust in your decision-making abilities. So um, really tapping into that. So um, I think I... Yeah, I think I'm going to wrap it up and end it there. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, listening to the Piece of Food Wellness podcast. If you are interested in diving deeper into your wellness journey, into your spiritual journey, connect with me for one-on-one coaching. I do have a group program coming up for the new year, which I'm excited to launch there's going to be, yeah, there's just, it's going to be amazing. Uh, check out peaceoffood.com for chakra healing ebooks. Uh, another thing I have coming up for you in the new year, in the so-called new year, <laughs> is energy healing. I'm not going to call it Reiki because I'm not, I'm not going to call it Reiki. I'm going to call it energy healing. And like I talked about in the podcast, um, clearing out and healing uh, different energy centers in your body, your chakras, is something that um, is definitely something I want to incorporate into my business along with more 
more one-on-one -on -one guided meditations. Um, and this is something that I'm gonna offer through um, online. So virtual energy healing, as well as virtual, excuse me, in-person energy healing. So be on the lookout for those two new offers in 2023. So the energy healing within Piece of Food and my um, group program for you, which is going to be super amazing. Um, yeah, I can't wait to share it. Also, uh, check out peaceoffood.com for my inner child healing course. Um, I dive deep into healing your generational trauma so that you can be of service to your inner child and your inner teen. Um, and I say be of service, <laughs> sounds weird, but <laughs> seriously, like, Doing things from a space of protecting that inner child and inner teen. Um, things that you would have done if you could have as a child or a teen. Um, so I talk a lot about that in that new e-course. So check that out. What else? I have a couple of free resources on there as well. Uh, Sisters of the Yam Journal, some guided meditations, and then I do have a, a chakra journal on there as well so lots of things on my website again peaceoffood.com p-e-a-c-e-o-f-f-o-o-d.com if you have any questions and i can help you quickly through email email me leticia at peaceoffood.com and that is l-e-t-i-t-i-a at peaceoffood.com um, and then we can go from there. We can set up cons a con free consultation to see if um, working with me deeper would work for you. So yeah, check all that out. And again, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Have a blessed day. Peace.